Clients On Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. And we got a very, very special show for you today. I am here with Brian Aganan, who is one of our amazing, legendary, brilliant clients. The guy's unbelievable. And um, first of all, why don't we start out by just explaining what it is that you do, Brian, because I want everyone to understand because this is this is going to blow away that myth that if you want to have a high ticket offer and you want to have a successful business, if you want to have a seven-figure business, you have to be teaching some kind of business or, or marketing or something like that because what you're doing is a, a million miles from that, right? A hundred percent. I mean, and I think that was the that was the thing you know that we talked about originally in our you know in our first Q and A call is like, hey, I'm teaching handstand, right? Essentially, <laughs> and on the surface, and and this is the thing about it, right? That that just blows people's minds. It's like even to this day, it's just like when people ask me what do I do, I just tell them it's like it's a little complicated to explain, but bear with me, right? And yeah, it's right, like, exactly, because it's not just it's not just handstands, but basically, Brian is a handstand coach. And the cool thing about handstands is that ties into fitness, it ties into posture, it ties into confidence, it ties into your your health, especially the health of your spine, it translates into, you know, tighter abs. So there's all these kind of side benefits to it. But in a nutshell, at the end of the day, guys, Brian is a handstand coach. And not only is he a handstand coach, but he's a handstand coach with a fantastic high ticket offer. He's also crushing it, not to spoil the surprise, but I think he just cracked the seven-figure mark for revenue for 2018, right? Yep. So everyone, since since the story is beginning to get out, Brian is you know hitting me up and saying, what the hell is this guy doing? What has he learned? What has he figured out? And so I wanted to bring Brian on today, guys, to, to break down some of these lessons and discoveries that he's made for you. Now, look, just because I have to say this, I'm absolutely not saying that, you know, if we work together, your results are going to be like Brian's or anybody's results are going to be like Brian's. Brian is an absolute superstar, maniac, machine of an entrepreneur. And he is nonstop and he is relentless. So just just keep that in mind that Brian's results are extraordinary because he is extraordinary. So Brian, why don't we start out by... Tell us a little bit more about sort of what your business looked like before we worked together. Was it always handstand coaching or was it fitness or was it something else? Yeah, I mean, I did a variety of things. I want to just like preface this by saying, like, to all, for, like, for all of you guys, I would say the single most important thing that you need, period, is certainty around right. your offer. Is like just certainty around what it is you do. And so, for me, so you guys understand, it's like I'm the type of person where I've been doing online business for about four years, and I'm the kind of guy that just tries everything. Like, I'm the kind of guy where it's like you do launches, you do membership sites, you do. You know, whatever else. And, and you know the internet marketing world, Russ. It's like every every month is a new fad. It's like... Yeah, there's a new tactic or a messenger bot like, or something that everyone's all excited about. Is, do this like evergreen, whatever. So you try all of it, right? And so for me, my biggest thing... It, like my biggest thing was this. Is like you get to a point and you know, whenever you do something with... Especially launches, you realize it's like, holy shit, these are a lot of work. Yeah. They're, they're a lot of work. They burn you out. They're exhausting. And then not to mention it's they're they're inconsistent. And and this was my this was my biggest thing. And this was my I'll tell you guys if you want to know kind of like my horror stories, what really pushed me into doing this and changing the model is like you get to a certain point with launches and you know, I was doing, you know, I I do like 70, 80, like 90k launches or so in that range. But then what happens is you do it and then it's like crickets for the next like That's it. Four months. It's crickets, and and the other thing about it is that it's it it's like you're putting all your eggs in one basket, and then you start to realize like real quickly, it's like man, I'm gearing myself up. Everything has to everything has to go right in that moment. And as cliche as this sounds, it's like man, I've done these where you put the wrong link out, and <laughs> you put the wrong link out, you're screwed. You're dead because everybody mails right, and everyone you know you got this big launch, and the the card is broken or the link is broken or something like that, and then all of a sudden you went from what could have been a ninety thousand dollar launch to now it's a twenty thousand dollar launch within like an hour. No, and, well, no, and I, you know, I kid you not, I've been in that. I mean, one of many horror stories, guys, but I've been in that mode before. I'm like, man, I had a product, I had a program, I was ready to do the full pre-launch thing, and then it's like everyone's excited to buy it. You send it out, and I'm like. Oh yeah, oops. 
Whoops. This doesn't work. <laughs> and then you have everything focused in that. And when everything is going, you got like a million people on you at one time. It's like, the stress is ridiculous. The stress yeah. is ridiculous because everything, all these things have to fire at the same time. And like you said, the income is inconsistent anyway. So when you yeah. were doing launches before, Brian, what kind of price point were we talking about? I did. So I started from, you know, I did anywhere between like 300 and 1,000. Okay. So and, 300 and 1,000. And you don't have to share your price if you don't want to, but now your price is... Oh, it's much higher. higher. Much oh, higher. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Much higher than that. Okay. And, so... Go ahead. Yeah. No, and I was going to say too, I mean, like the, the biggest downside of all of it, and this was the, this was really this, this is really what pushed me to find, you know, to find you guys and to, and to find COD and find you, Russ, is that, you know, when you're doing these things, so I thought it was a great idea. You guys know these, um, you put the little like chat customer service boxes, like in the corner. I thought that was the cool thing. You know, everybody was doing that. So what happens, what I used to do is you'd send out like an email sequence before right. and, you know, I'd send it out an email would go out. I would wake up in the morning and there was one morning where I woke up Russ and I literally had like 300 different people asking questions in there. And there's, there's not a worse feeling in the world than waking up knowing that you already have a day. You're not going to have time to do every, you look at that and you're like, no matter how efficient I, am, <laughs> I can't do it. And then what happens is what makes it even worse in that. And this is, this is really where I'm like, okay, holy shit. I don't care about the money on this. I'm, I'm done doing launches. I'm doing something different is that, the worst part is, is you get that and you get these 300 people asking you for stuff and then you just, you can't get to all of them. And right. then the next day, what happens is it's relentless with the 250 people you didn't answer, then they're all pissed off. You didn't answer them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's that. And that was my experience too, except I was probably at even lower price points where we were, you know, when I was doing the launch thing, I mean, I was doing launches back in the day for like $47 or like $97 and you might have a thousand people sign up and it's just like, oh my God. And then so many questions and so many, this person couldn't get access. This person can't remember their password. This person, and it's just like, it's just endless. It's just endless, just avalanche and grind of just awful questions that you have to answer. You know, dude, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, so look, I did, I did membership sites too. And it's like, you go through it and it's, it's like pretty much a guarantee when you're doing this and you have such a high volume of people going through, it's pretty much a guarantee. There's like nine, 10 people every day who forget their passwords every day. Yeah. There's people who forget their passwords. And you're like, you all of a sudden, it's like, hey, I was here to do the things I love, but now I'm just becoming a real good, like, you know, MacBook Pro wizard here answering right. questions and, and that kind of stuff. And guys, that's if it's quote unquote working, you yeah. know, which, which it was kind of working for you. But, but even, even if it was working, it's like, it's not that great. Yeah. Well, and this actually, Russ, great point. I mean, this is the reality of it. I mean, it's like the thing with launches, especially as you realize, yeah, if they don't work, it's crickets. There's nothing. But when they yeah. do work, you realize that they are a pain in the ass yeah. and that they're just, they're just honestly a pain in the ass. And before, look, before I met Russ and before I, I, I jumped in and started learning from him, it's like, I'm the type of person where, I mean, there's a whole, I mean, there's a whole mountain of programs, $2,000 programs online that you buy where people are quote unquote teaching this stuff. And it's like, you know, it's like the dream life on an island and this and that, you know, all that stuff, hands off, passive income. You do it and you realize, no, it's not no, like, it's really no, not. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like that at all. It's absolutely not like that. And the, it might be cool the first time you make a couple sales and you're like, wow, man, I'm on top of the world. I'm, you know, I'm making a couple hundred bucks on the internet. But you realize like right away, there's so much stuff behind the scenes with that, that I kid you not, no matter how much money you make from it, you, it's exhausting. And you'll do it one time. And it's like, I was excited the first couple of times I did it. And then afterwards, it's just like, oh my God, I got to do it again. You mean yeah, I got- and it just becomes this grind, and then and then you're constantly having to come out with new stuff. And it, Always, it's just, it's just like you know how 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 often can I teach the same stuff? in, in a lot of cases, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. So that was, I mean, that was one of many, but that was the one where I realized it's like it's like wow, my life is going to be like if I want to keep going with this model, my life is just going to be seriously answering like tech support questions every day. It's going to be <laughs> me asking answering questions like, hey, does this program work on Android or or um, an iPhone? Or, hey, can I use this on PC? Or it's like, hey, is this Linux compatible? Like, it's the kind of stuff you get right. daily. And it's like... And this is the other thing with low ticket. I mean, don't even don't even get me going on it. I mean, I can... I even consider $1,000 low ticket. Um, yeah, me too. It's like, people ask you the sorts of questions like, okay, cool. Well, that's great. Well, just tell me how many different angles 
are the videos in there? Is there, is there 10 different angles of like you doing that? Cause it's like, I, I kid you not. It's like, you're like, what do you care? Yeah. I know there's two angles and you could shoot me from over there and over there. Then I'm going to buy it. But if there's three angles, I'm not, that's too many angles or like, what what are we, you know? Well, I mean, it's crazy. Right. And now it's like, we do these calls and we talk to people and you really start to see who owns their shit and who doesn't. And I mean, the thing is like, people feel like sometimes this, this was the case. I mean, this was some of the case with like my older programs. It's like, wow, you mean you only had, you only had three angles of demonstrating this. I couldn't see your left. I couldn't see your left oblique at, 230 degrees so now i can't do the exercise so yeah i couldn't do it all right so so you're in this you're in this launch hell which i've been there you know and it's in and you know obviously it's not great for all the reasons that we talked about and then you come across clients on demand and what did you change immediately in the business well here's the thing and and like you say this all the time russ and this is this is something that you know i tell to my students too is be very, very, very conscious of what you choose to believe. And more importantly, what you choose to believe is true. Because for me, my belief fundamentally at the time was, okay, if I cross the $1,000 mark, then it's like, man, when you start to really go in and, and look at that, it's like I had one fundamental belief that was holding me back. And okay. it was that in... You know, in my market, if I go over a thousand bucks, that's it. It's not going to work because I'm already in a market where people are doing 40, 50, whatever, $97 for stuff. And, you know, the thing was, is I had gradually, you know, over time raised my prices and mm-hmm. kind of had to experiment for myself. And then I started looking and man, I ran into your stuff somehow. It just like popped up across my feed. I dude, I listened to I listened to something. I, I don't know what it was. I might have listened to one of your podcast episodes where you were just like you're like hell yeah, charge whatever you want. That works. High ticket stuff, three to ten grand, three to right. seventy five grand or whatever. And then it's like, dude, it's just you said it with certainty. That was all I needed. I'm like, okay, he says okay. it works. It works. Let's do it. I'm in. Let's get me. And and the thing, okay, and the thing, the thing that was most that I was most worried about, honestly, is um, you know, you can even ask Dean about this is. Like when I was explaining to Dean my offer, he was he was skeptical about it. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna get it. <laughs> and so it's like it guys, it's like really, I mean, honestly, it's it could be whatever it is you do online. If it's just one simple belief that holds you back, you won't do it. And fundamentally, would I have ever taken action if I didn't change that belief? No. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge, man. So because you are in a field, and this is this is why I really want you guys to understand this, because Brent is in a field where there are competitors and there are a lot of cheaper competitors. You know, there are people teaching similar stuff that are charging a really low ticket price. And so for Brian to come in there and position himself as the premium solution in the marketplace, if he can do it with handstands, you know what I mean? It's like anyone can do it with whatever niche you're in, as long as you've got the goods, as long as you're a you know true expert and you really know what you're talking about and what you're doing. There's no reason you can't come in and with proper marketing and proper positioning, just come in and absolutely dominate the market. It's just right there, you know? Yeah, 100%. And you, you know, and you find too, it, it was like you said it, Russ, and I said it too. It's all about really certainty around mm-hmm. what it is that you do. Because, like, the more you uncover, like, as far as I'm concerned, I don't have any competition. Right, just, exactly. Just, That's exactly right. Know. It's <laughs> like, I don't, I don't spend my time like looking at all the other stuff. It's like, great. I know it's out there. But at the end of the day, there's only one me. Exactly. And exactly. there's only one me. And I know what I'm capable of doing for people. Mm-hmm. And you know that you're going to provide a true transformational experience. It's not just going to be like, oh, yeah, here's some videos about how to do a freaking handstand piece. Thank yeah. $47. Yeah. Well, yeah. Big point. And that's a great point. Is that like, Ultimately, it's like, are we just doing push-ups and sit-ups on the ground? No. And what I, you know, what I tell every single one of my students, every single one of my clients that I work with is, look, really what I teach and really what a press handstand is fundamentally, all it is is just a physical representation of all of the challenges you were willing to overcome that other people weren't. That's, That's awesome. What and what happens is that as you continue, and I, and I tell the students in the program, it's like flat out, I'm only looking for people we're up for a challenge. It's not easy. Like, unfortunately, with my marketing, I get people so excited. Sometimes they think it's like I'm giving them a pill, you right. know, and they take it tomorrow and they do it. And I'm realistic. I'm like, this is hard work. It's not going to be easy. And here's the thing. It's challenging every step of the way. Mm-hmm. And what I want from you or anybody who's going to come in and I'm, I'm up completely upfront with them on this is that I want to know that you're willing to work hard. Because the reality of it is, is it's like, the end goal of the press handstand isn't really the benefit. 
as much as it looks like it is, it's really not. The benefit is more so every single time you yourself tackle something that you once thought was impossible for you, you level up as a person. And it will start to empower you to say, hey, if I can do this thing with my body or, hey, I can do this. I was never able to do that before. What else is possible for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's incredible. I mean, and, and like, so right there, like that's the value. I mean, you've got something that's invaluable. And now that you believe it and you understand it, you're able to attract people who believe it too. But I also love the positioning you're putting out there where you're not having to bullshit people. You're not no. having to say, oh, this is the miracle handstand approach where it's like in two seconds, you're going to be doing a handstand. You're straight up telling people, this is going to be tough. You're going to have to work your ass off. You're going to have to do everything I tell you to do. And so the coaching relationship right out of the gate is based on transparency and truth and honesty. It's not yeah. based around hype or some kind of BS. Yeah, 100%. And and that's the biggest piece for me, which is like, and this is for all of you guys too, which is like, so I, I'm like traditionally in the yoga market. I'm in a market where it's like, I mean, there's a lot of softening that goes on and there's a lot of like, you know, there's a lot of just new agey stuff. And it's Mm -hmm. like, it's almost like where victimhood is embraced. You know, it's like, oh, poor you for this or whatever. And I mean, I get trolled endlessly, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't bite people. I mean, endlessly. I mean, I got yoga teachers that tell me to hang myself, you know? And I'm like, it's like, you know, I I kid you not. Like Russ, I kid you not on this. Like, I mean, all this stuff that I'm the type of person where in my market, I'm loud. I want people to make decisions fast. I want them to understand like, hey, decisiveness is key. That's how you reclaim time is by being decisive. And everyone else in my market says, Hey, sit underneath the tree and think about it for journey, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. It's about, you know, it's about that. And yeah, I'm not discounting. I'm not discounting the journey at all, but being the, but it sounds like they're using that kind of as a cop out because they don't want to ask for the sale and they don't want to get people to make a decision. And what they're doing is they're taking that fear and they're kind of wrapping it in a blanket of like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like we're just going to be cool and laid back. But at the end of the day, that doesn't serve the client because like you said, decisiveness is how you reclaim your time. Decisiveness gets things done. And if you're not decisive and you hesitate, you're not going to get anywhere. So why would you facilitate that as a teacher? Why would you facilitate that as a leader? Right. And and this is the thing. I mean, here's Here's the chilling reality. Like if you guys really want to know, like, because people all the time, it's like, we all know people who think about it all day. They can't make a decision for life. But here's the perfect example. Here's, and here's why I absolutely do not let my clients think about it. Or whenever I'm speaking to any potential client, this is, I am the exact reason why. And I'll give you an example. So when I decided to come into COD, Mm -hmm. that was December 19th, I think it was Mm -hmm. one of those dates. I, around there, I decided to come into COD. It was December 19th. It was now. On that day that I came into COD, there was probably 20, 30 other people who also spoke on the phone with people, Mm -hmm. right? And there was a percentage that just said, hey, I'll think about it. Right. And guess what? The difference is six months later, while they chose to think about it, they're still thinking about it. Mm -hmm. But six months later on the day I just made the decision to do it, I now have a million dollars. And I don't... And that's the price of thinking about it, honestly. I mean, that's what it is. And I don't mean to like, I'm not trying to sound arrogant or I'm not trying to like make anybody. Well, no, but you did it. Like you dove in and you did the work. And even when you were in the program, you were decisive. You didn't hesitate. You know, you said, look, cool. Russ says to raise my price. I'm going to raise my price. Russ says to roll this out. I'm going to roll it out. Russ says to position it this way. I'm going to position it this way. And you just dove in and you didn't hesitate. Yeah. And I'll tell you something else, Brian, is you went back and you went through the training again and again and again and again, because you were, tra- you were chasing mastery. You didn't want to just whip through the videos you know, and whip through the trainings and whip through the Q and A calls and go, Oh, I got it. You know, you kept going back to try to discover the little nuances that were there. And that's key. Dude. It's like all the time. I mean, actually, honestly, I'm, I'm celebrating where I am now by going back and going through the entire COD training again, just like, honestly, because the, because the thing is, it's like, I don't know everything. I'm still learning. Like that's the thing about it. And it's like, for me, I'm the type of person where it's like, if I have an ego, I direct it around two areas. One, it's around my ability to help people. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's what I do is like, hey, I know 100% that if somebody comes to me, I'm going to help them beyond what they could even believe. But the other thing too, is I'm the same way. It's like, I can coach people that way. But I'm also I, I pride myself on being extremely coachable. There you go. Like, I mean, like, dude, I came in, I, I jumped on one call with Russ guys. And I asked Russ, like, what do I do with the what do I do with the rest of my business? Russ goes, just dump it, get rid of it. Honestly, get rid of it. And I'm not like, yeah, but uh, I'm, let's do it. It's gone. Yep. Let's go. 
And like, that's, that's part of what it is being committed because it wasn't just that, but it was also the fact that, man, I came in, like, I don't come in and this is something else for all of you guys thinking of doing it. It's like, if you, if you come in skeptical, like normally you find it, like if you're skeptical, you're going to prove yourself right. It's like, I came in and I'm like, look, I, I know their system works. I'm not here to question it. I'm here to learn it, period. So that's what I'm going to do. And so I got in and Russ is like, get rid of it. Great. I'll get rid of all of it. It's like everything else will just take care of itself. And then I could just laser focus on one thing. Yeah. And that's like that I would say right there is like, man, like for every second you spend fighting the why, it's like you spent, you waste not improving yourself going forward. Why spend energy fighting a system that already works when if you just do it and embrace it, you'll get to where you want to go faster. Right. Yeah, guys. I mean, that right there is the mindset that creates success is he showed up coachable with no ego and just did the work. And then it really, you know, invested in that's the attitude that he wants his clients to have. And so that's the attitude that he showed up with. I mean, yeah. you attract the kind of clients that you are. And because Bryant showed up, you know, decisive and resourceful and ready to kick some ass, that's exactly the kind of people that are joining your program, I bet. Yeah, a hundred percent. And like I believe that at my core. I mean, honestly, it's like I mean, you look at people complain about really, it's like, I tell this to my clients all the time. It's like people complain about people complain about not having time. Like why is, why do some people seem to be really good with managing time? And some don't the bottom line is what it comes down to is how decisive you are. Because mm-hmm. if you can make a decision about something in a second, then you're not wasting the time thinking about it. Really. The more decisions you can make in a day, the more time you're going to have and the more you're going to do with it. <laughs> Plain and simple. That's, huge. that's a huge distinction. Even for me, that's fantastic. Like, so, all right. So you came in, you dove in with both feet, you shut down all your low ticket offers, you raised your price, you committed to saying, listen, I'm going to have this one flag- flagship offer, right? And then what, what else changed in the business? I mean, so from there, essentially, what, I mean, what happened was I knew, okay, I'm, I'm willing and I'm the type of person too, where it's like, I love change and I love trying new things. And I tend to like, I tend to do my best when I'm challenged. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I knew that when I came into COD, the exact reason why I wanted to come into COD is because I wanted to add a new dynamic to my business. Mm. This is also part of why, I mean, for me, why I can speak with so much certainty around what I do is because everything that I learned and how I've developed my own practice and what I do, those lessons... I apply those exact same lessons to how I am in business. Right. And so like when I got in, it's like you don't learn you don't learn hand balancing thinking it's going to be easy. You don't come into a program like this thinking it's going to be easy. Mm-hmm. And it's like you don't come into a program like, you know, I think the thing is is some people will just naturally go to a place where it's like, "Hey, I came in, I, I made the investment. Hey, Russ, you make the webinar for me. It's like, hey, yeah, you do everything for me, make it work for me, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, you see it all the time. It's like people do, it's like making a landing page, making the webinar. It's like they do the very minimum. And then it's like, hey, Russ, please fix it for me. What should I say? What should I do? I mean, the reality of it is, is like, it's your business. Mm-hmm. It's yours. It's like, why not give it 110%? Mm-hmm. And do everything that you can because the reality of it is, is it's like all you need to do is buckle down and you reap the rewards for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, I came into COD willing and ready to work hard. Was any of it easy? No, but I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting that. I wanted to. I wanted to work hard. It's like, you know, you see right away. It's like I get excited when there's things that are challenging, and you know, it's like again, it's just it's like managing fear because. Guys, I don't want you to think it was easy for me. It's not. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm the type of person where, of course, I have fears. Of course, I get nervous about things. Of course, I was nervous about my first phone call. But I don't let myself sit there and be like, oh my God, I'm like, pity me. I'm scared and just shut down. No, I just do it. For any of you guys feeling scared, the second you get scared, the quickest way to get rid of it is go do something. <laughs> yep. Like Even if it's the wrong thing, go do it. And then you have a chance to make it right. Yeah. When you do the thing you're afraid of, the death of fear is certain. You just go out there and do it. 100%. You know. Dude, 100%. And that, that is, I mean, that right there is, is one of the things where it's like you look at it, going through the process of the method you teach. It's like, yes, it does. It forces you to overcome the fears that you have. And at the end of the day, it's like, if you aren't willing to overcome your own fears for whatever it is you want on the other side, it's nobody's fault, but your own yeah. It's nobody's. And if you're doing whatever it is, if you're doing business, if you're doing handstands, whatever it is you're doing, if you can't get out of your own way first, 
you're not going to get anywhere. And the thing is, it's nobody's fault but yours. Yeah, because it's all there for you. I mean, you know, it's like you don't have to spend the time trying to figure out a strategy that can work. You don't have to spend all the time trying to come up with what your pricing should be. You don't have to spend all the time trying to be like just from scratch. Okay, great. Should I do a webinar? Should I do a launch video? What should I do? It's all right there for you. You just have to dive in and do it and take advantage of the support and really deal with your fear and master your fear. Because at the end of the day, that's what's causing the indecision. That's what's causing the hesitation. It's all just fear. And it can show up in a very sneaky way where... It, you know, there's all this rationalization connected to it where sometimes you'd be like, oh, I'm just being sensible, but really you're just being afraid. And that can be the kiss of death for you moving forward in your business. No, it is. And if you aren't aware of it, it's like an invisible prison that you're in because instead of doing the things that are going to move your business forward, and like this is for all of you guys, like, I mean, and, and COD are, are jumping in, Rust provides you with all of the things to really move your business forward. But if you get caught up in like, what color you're going to make your logo or how you're going to make the logo. <laughs> it's like, I mean, you all see that. It's like playing business, right? It's like we, we play business instead of just doing business, like doing the things right. that forward. It's like you say it all the time. Branding is irrelevant. Color is irrelevant. All of this other shit is irrelevant. Honestly, it's like you focus on three or four main things to move you forward and you go forward. <laughs> Well, that's the other thing too, is people think, well, if I join COD, you guys are going to put all this other stuff on my plate. And I was like, yes, we are going to put some new stuff on your plate. But we're also going to get a lot of extra shit off your plate too, that you've been worrying about that you're going to realize is just totally irrelevant. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like, that's the thing. It's, it's no different than, than what I would say to my clients. It's like, guys, you got to be willing to work hard. Like, mm-hmm. who wants, like why would you want to do something and want easy? It's like, we live in a society as it is where we're so conditioned to do minimums and expect maximums. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we always figure out what is the very minimum we can do. And I mean, look, I've been guilty of this. I I use this example all the time is like when I was in high school, yeah, did I I get straight A's? Yes. But the thing was, is if I was honest with myself, was I really truly doing the maximums? No, I was doing the minimums to get the grades. And what the danger in that is you get praised and you get rewarded for like saying, hey, wow, you're so smart, you get got straight A's, but deep down you do the minimums. But if you take that same attitude to your business, you're gonna lose. Because yeah. <laughs> the business world and the online world will swallow up anybody who isn't really truly willing to do their best and willing to tackle challenges because there's a lot of them. Yeah, there's a lot of them. So, okay, so let's talk about that. So what were some of the first obstacles that you ran into as you were going through the program? I mean, I can go through like obstacle by obstacle. It's like, as you go through it first, it's like, I mean, here's the thing, guys. It's like, here's where the rubber, here's where the rubber meets the road. It's like, you get the tactics and then it's like, at some point you got to be able to get on the phone Mm -hmm. and you got to be able to speak with people. And it's like, if you aren't willing to overcome your fear of getting on the phone, it doesn't matter how great everything is or how great the system is or whatever. that's where the rubber meets the road. You need to get on and you need to get, you need to be willing to master something you're scared of. And it's like, I mean, honestly, it's that right there was the first thing. And I, I would say for me, from a mindset perspective, I came in ready to learn that. Like I came in, to, I'm, I'm very intentional about what I want. Like I write things down and I, and I laser focus on them. And it's like, I knew for me, my growth point is not like, ooh, how fancy. Let me see if I can come into COD and learn how to design a webinar registration page. Really good. It's like, no, (laughs) no. It's like, I knew that my growth point in COD was very clearly let me, let me master being on the phone. The conversation, right? Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, then committing to living and breathing that until you do, because the reality of it is, is like you provide all the tools and then some Mm -hmm. like to be able to do it. But it comes down to, your willingness and and your ability to want to do that. You know, as silly as it sounds, it's like I never had real problems generating phone calls. Now, the type of people I had on the phone was a problem at first. Mm-hmm. I can tell you about that. But the thing is, is like if you put the energy out there, like you're afraid to talk to clients or you're afraid to be there, then guess what? All of a sudden, the universe will reward you with no phone calls on your calendar, no matter yep. what. You do. As silly as that sounds, and that works. And then instead of just being able to say, hey, I'm scared to death of being on the phone. It's like the excuse is, oh, I can't generate phone calls. And then you get generate phone calls. These people are broke. These people have no money. I'm in the fitness business. Who's going to pay me X amount of money for handstands? It's like, oh my God, it's endless. But, but it's, that's what you're asking your subconscious to generate. And so your subconscious will, will do it. Yep. Yep. It'll make all the excuses for you. 
it'll make every excuse for you why you should, why it's not working except for the one that really is. And the thing is, is when do you get real with yourself? You get real with yourself when you look in the mirror and you honestly say, these are all, these are the things that I'm scared of, write them down and stare at them and tell yourself, I will not do anything else until I commit to overcoming those fears. Because the reality of it is, is like at the end of the day, you can't be one foot in, one foot out doing this. No. You, cannot. you have a choice. It's like, guys, if you want a five-figure, six-figure, seven-figure business, then you need to commit to doing that, period. Yep. Not like if you're afraid to get on the phone. Not or like I'm going to dip my toes in the water. I'm going to do one phone call. And if it doesn't work, I'm done with that. Or, you know. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll, maybe on, on one hand, I'll try a $10,000 program. But then on the other hand, I'll try a $10 program. Just in case. <laughs> and so if that, it's like, I mean, just, I mean, you're failing from the start. It's like you're setting yourself up to fail by not being fully committed. And if you aren't one foot in, like one foot in, one foot out, let's be real. That means out. <laughs> Period. Yeah. That means out. And if you aren't fully committed to learning this process and you think and, you, and you're skeptical, it's like, wow, I don't know if I can do this, whatever. The reality is, is you're right. You can't. And you need to start by changing what's in here first. Mm -hmm. And if you are, and you have to ask yourself, honestly, like if you are a coach and you do work with people and it's like you help them by interacting with them, how is it that you can be afraid to talk to them? Why is it that you can be afraid? Why would you be afraid to talk to a stranger? Like, I mean, if you are, just go to Starbucks and work on building rapport with those people inside there. Go talk to a stranger and see if you can walk out with a new friend. Guys, like if you have fear of something, do something to overcome it. It's like, if you have a fear of a handstand, it's like most people will sit their entire life and they won't try because they'll just say, oh my God, my fear is falling over on my back, breaking my back, bleeding, whatever, in the hospital and dead. Statistically speaking, in my like 12 or so years of doing this, I've never seen that happen. You've once. only had like 10, 15 people die, right? I mean, not that maybe like 2% of your clients not die. That many, only one or two. Honestly. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought it was more than that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, t that's a big piece of it. It's like, it's like you got to be real. Like, in like whether it's your physical practice you're developing, whether it's your business you're building, whatever it is, you got to get real about what your fears are and you got to be ready to just do whatever it takes to annihilate them. And the truth is, if you aren't willing to overcome those, then you aren't really committed to what you want. Because at the end of the day, really, it's like, I mean, I see a lot of people make a big deal about these phone calls, but it's like, it's such a small price to pay for what the reward is on the other side. Mm -hmm. And that's not, for, that's not for you to convince them to do it. It's not for anybody else, but the person who's choosing to do it. It's like, if you really want it, you'll do what it takes. If you don't really want it, if your ability to get on the phone or if you're what you want hinges upon your fear on the phone and you aren't willing to do it, then maybe a $10 product is the way to go. And I don't mean that to be harsh and I don't mean that to be mean, but it's like, Hey, if you really want something guys, you need to commit to it, period. And not, and not, and I should, this is the same thing I tell my students is like not conditional, not like conditional commitment. It's not like, Oh yeah, I will. If, mm -hmm. if I can do this or if I can do this or if I can do that. No, it's like you focus on the outcome and then you do whatever it takes. And then you don't, get, you don't get shocked or you don't shut down when the challenges come. You embrace them. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, you embrace them. And then you get there and then you realize it's like, whoa, instead of getting pissed off that there's a big challenge in front of you, you then realize like, whoa, every single time I overcome that, I fundamentally level myself up as a person. Yep. And I separate myself from everybody else down here, which isn't willing to do, but tackle the same challenge I did. See, I tell myself every day as part of my morning routine that I'm rich because I solve problems that seem impossible to normal people. Mm -hmm. And if you go in there with that mindset where you're like, look, I'm not afraid of challenge. Challenge is what I signed up for. Challenge is what I get paid for. Like, bring it on. I'll fix it. I'll solve it. I can figure it out. And you go into it with that attitude where it's just this do or die thing. I'm going to stay on the course. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to find a way. And especially if you have a team behind you like COD giving you all the support and basically handing you the answers in the first freaking place. It's like, <laughs> you know, how, how, you know how, can you, how can you let that fear hold you back? Right. Right. I mean, right. A hundred percent. It's like, all you got to, all you have to do is take action. And it's as simple as this. I mean, I'm somebody where it's like, look, when I want something, I go for it. And I'm the type of person where if I'm not being challenged or I'm not a little bit fearful, I just get antsy because I'm like, mm -hmm. what am I doing with my life? And it has nothing to do with the money. It has nothing to do with whatever else comes with it. It's just a simple fact is like, Hey guys, we're unfortunately, we're all on this. We're only on this planet one time. 
And every sec, like we don't want to be, be on our deathbed saying, Hey, look at all the things that I wish I would have done, but I didn't right. because I was scared. And it's like, that's a horrible place to be. And it's like, why not just go for it now? Why not just go for it and then trust yourself and then give yourself an opportunity? Like again, like this is the other thing too, where people pull the trigger fast sometimes where it's like one thing doesn't work. And then all of a sudden it's like, they have this big idea. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh God, my best friend told me my idea sucks or Oh God. It's like, you know, you guys can give like the full toolkit on how to do everything step-by-step. And then somebody's aunt or somebody's uncle will say, Oh yeah, yeah, that won't work. I know that. And then all of a sudden they believe it and then they shut down or they run up against one thing, one thing that's challenging. And then all of a sudden they just look at it and they say, Oh man, that's too hard. I'm done. And then they quit and they go away forever. I'm not the type of person that's like that, but other people it's like, and if that's you, that's why you really need to manage mindset. Yeah. Which is what you guys do also. Right. Well, that's, I mean, that's, you know, look, I mean, my mindset coaching staff, okay. I'm not talking about our Facebook coaches. I'm not talking about our webinar coaches. I'm not talking about our copy coaches. Just the mindset team cost me personally over probably a hundred thousand dollars a month in payroll just to have them on the team. But the reason they're on the team is because I understand what a huge barrier fear is. And some people are very good at overcoming it and some people need some help. And it's like, cool. If you need some help, great. You know, if you can do it on your own, great. If you need a little extra help, great. But either way, let's not let that paralyze you because that really is the thing that's holding people back. And that's what's so tough for, you know, difficult for me as a coach sometimes, because I know that our strategy is fantastic and I know that our support is off the charts. And so it's like when we have someone who comes in and, and spends, you know, you know, like way too much energy into their fear where they're just not taking action. It's like, oh man, it just drives me nuts, you know? No, it does. And it does. And that's, that's the big thing is like, ultimately, at the end of the day, somebody can have the perfect recipe to do whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the, if, they, if there's some element that's holding them back in here, and they aren't willing to overcome that, that's, that's nobody's fault but their own. And it's just, this, is, this is another thing I tell my students in, in the program, Russ, is like in my program is anytime. Because yes, the whole program, there is going to be physical challenges along the way. Physical challenges are just an opportunity to overcome mental challenges. Because what happens is when you run up against something that's physically challenging, whether it's some move or whatever you can't do, you'll start to either feed yourself something that empowers you to get there, or you'll either feed yourself the BS, the bullshit, which is like, oh man, I can't oh, do I it. I can't do it. Or, oh, I'm too old. Or yeah, I, can tell you, I, can tell you what your, I can tell you what your client's excuses are right now. And I don't even, even try to do a handstand. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> and one thing about it, no matter what you do and no matter what you work in, it's like human BS and excuses are universal. People mm-hmm. will always find them. If people would just realize like, hey, if they spent as much energy in developing their practice or developing their business as they did in coming up with these elaborate excuses... Man, there'd be this planet would be crawling with billionaires and crawling with people who do handstands, mm-hmm. but they don't because they're caught up in their excuses and they're, yeah. they feed themselves reasons why they cannot. Yeah, and that's a that's the most. You're really the only one that can defeat yourself. Brian, I love this interview, man, because we're, I feel like we're really giving people a clear picture of what it takes that yeah. even if you have a kick-ass strategy like we teach at COD, and even if you have incredible support, you guys are still going to need grit. You're still going to need to work your ass off. You're still going to need to have that do or die mentality where when setbacks come and look, we'll be here for you. We'll coach you through it. We'll tell you what the answer. We'll just give you the answer. But you still have to not let it knock you off your game. So Brian, someone asked in the chat what your daily mindset routine is. And I've shared mine on these shows a million times. But, but what is your daily mindset routine for keeping yourself conditioned in these beliefs? Yeah. I mean, for me, the big thing is honestly, I... Whatever it is I'm doing, I I commit to mastery. It's like, and I and it's not just like it's not just like a one time thing where it's like you know I wow this is what I want to do blah 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 and like write it down because you can fake this stuff right, but there's right. there's two parts of it. Like you said this the other day when when you said it, you said it in our in the Millionaire Alliance group, and I was like, hey, that's exactly what I do. When you said it, is I look for I look for things that I'm going to do every day. And, you know, I take a shower every day. I hope all you guys take a shower every day too. But it becomes, you know, you're going to do it. So while I'm in there, I envision what I want. Mm-hmm. I envision what I want my business to look like. I envision what I want my practice to look like. I, you know, and I say this all the time, which is really like, you guys need to condition yourselves to envision success in your head long all before. The time. 
Because because the thing is, if you don't condition yourself to envision success first, by default, you'll condition yourself to to, to envision failure. And you guys mm-hmm. all know this. Like, how many times have you been in a situation where it's like you start all of a sudden imagining the worst? And it's like, well, wow, my business is going to fail. My relationship is going to fail. I'm never going to do this, whatever. And then you start to feel it as if it, it's like you start to feel the emotions of it. Like it's real. And then you shut down and you literally get anxiety and you're like, God, mm-hmm. I'm just going to curl up <laughs> like on the couch and watch Game of Thrones or something because I'm so overwhelmed by the day. Right. But the thing is, if you do that and you guys like, so think about that because I know a lot of you guys have been there. I've been there before too. But what happens is that when you condition yourself the other way, and then you realize, hey, instead of always envisioning failure and self-sabotage, the second you want to start something and you start envisioning success and you... What if I succeed? What if I win? How good is it going to feel when I make it? How great is it going to feel to have a million dollars in sales? Like Whatever those goals are, instead of going, well, what happens if I fail? What happens if I blow it? What happens if everyone makes fun of me or whatever, you know? Right. And, you, and, you know, as, you know, as crazy as crazy as this sounds, I mean, it's, it, it's that. And it's also, again, just getting really intentional about what you want. Like my, mm-hmm. my goal, actually, I mean, honestly, when I got into, I didn't realize it would happen this quickly, but my goal, the day I came in is to, to COD was it's like, Hey, this is, I want to use, I'm going to commit to using this model to make myself a million dollars. That was my goal. And I, and I knew from day one that I came in before I started anything, that was my goal. Mm-hmm. I knew from day one, like that was what I decided that I wanted to do. It's like you decide the value that you want to get out of something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and if you come in and it's like, if you like, and this is for all you guys who are just brand new in COD, honestly, if you guys come in and you're just like, oh, I'm skeptical, I'm not sure this is going to work. Well, guess what? It's not going to work. Yeah. And I, <laughs> And I hate to say it, but that it, the reason it, it's not going to work is that it's nobody's fault but your own and that you're fighting the system. And it's like, it's that. And it's like when you combine the mindset stuff you do and you combine, it's like really envisioning success and writing stuff down. And the big distinction too is not just saying like I tell my students this is don't just say I want to build more strength or ooh, I want to do this or I want to do that. Get very specific about what you want. I have like an intention setting exercise, which I have my students do. It's like, imagine what that feels like before every single day you train, that you stand, put two hands on your heart and close your eyes. And just imagine what that feels like to be able to put your hands on the ground and effortlessly your feet float up on autopilot. What does that really feel like? Mm-hmm. What does that, what are the emotions around that? Like allow yourself to get lost in the emotion. And then when you're that's, in- that's the key, let yourself get lost in the emotions. Yep. Don't think about it as something out in the future. Think about it as how it feels right now, even if you can't do it yet. In that moment. And then it's like, then you can start to be grateful and excited for it versus like mm-hmm. being fearful that it's not going to work. And it's that. And it's also really just combined with it's like, hey, guys, whenever you do anything, it's like, go for mastery. Go don't, for mastery. Don't do anything halfway. Don't do it. And I, you know, the analogy I like to use is like, the skyscraper. It's like everybody sees how high the skyscraper is and they marvel at that, but nobody pays attention to how deep a hole they had to dig for the foundation. Yeah. And we want to spend our time in that foundation. Mm-hmm. And that's, exa- that's exactly what you provide in your program. That's exactly what I provide in my program. And yeah. versus getting so like, if you just, if you look at one big skyscraper and you say, there's no way I'll be able to build that from day one, of course, you'll get shut down. And of course, you'll be mm-hmm. overwhelmed. But instead, it's like, you know what? What's step one in building a skyscraper? You actually got to start digging, get the shovel and let's go. <laughs> That's where it starts. And it's like, the bottom line is, it's like, yeah, is the foundation difficult to build? Yes. That's where the hard work comes in. You've mm-hmm. got to really work hard. And that's what, honestly, that's what separates winners from losers, period, is like the ones who are willing to... The, Everybody wants the skyscraper, but nobody really wants to do the work to dig the hole. Yeah. And it's like, to, I mean, to be honest, really, it's like most people just don't have the work ethic to match their ambition. Yeah. And if yeah. you could just bring your work ethic in line with what you really want and realize like, hey, it is hard work. I'm ready for the challenges. I'm ready for everything. I'm ready for anything and everything that anybody or anything can throw my way. Then, of course, you're going to succeed. Success is a given. The only reason you'll really ever fail at anything is if you quit. And the mm-hmm. only reason why you quit 
is because you bombard yourself with shit in your head that doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like you'll tell, you'll feed yourself the shit that makes you quit. Yep. Yep. And if you that do that, you lose. I love that. That even ruins. You feed yourself the shit that makes you quit. Yeah, you know my other talent, Russ, is I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna unleash a rapping program to the world here. Nice. <laughs> no, that's gold, man. So, guys, look, I hope you're listening to this because Brian has gotten to the million dollar mark in sales. I don't know faster than anybody, but just as fast as anybody we've had get to the million dollar mark in sales with this with our model. And he's really giving you guys a crystal clear picture of what it takes to succeed. That it isn't just about the strategy. It isn't just about the game plan and the support and all these things that are so powerful and so important. You have to have those things. But if you don't bring your own energy and commitment and certainty along the way, if you don't focus on mastery, which means, oh, I'm not just going to get to $10,000 and take my foot off the gas pedal or $100,000 and take my foot off the gas pedal. It's like, I want to master this stuff. I want to be the best in the world at this stuff. If you don't come in there with that commitment to mastery, it's going to be so much harder for you to succeed. So Brian, I want to thank you, man, because I really love this interview. You really gave everybody a clear picture of what it takes. You know, and that's what we're all about at COD. I'm not here going to say, oh, well, let me hand you my magical formula and you'll be a millionaire. Like you have to work your freaking ass off. But if you're willing to do that, the potential in your business is pretty much unlimited. A hundred percent. And I mean, that's the advice. If you wanted me to, if you wanted me to give some advice to people, Please. it's like, you guys, like honestly, just focus on doing your best every day. Focus, ask your, at the end of every day, ask yourself, did I truly 100% do my best? And, and then also write down somewhere, am I really committed to mastery or am I committed to minimums? Mm-hmm. Because, because when you get real with yourself in every stage, in, in every stage of your business or in every stage of whatever it is you're doing, ask yourself honestly at the end of the day, did you give it sincerely your 110% best effort? Did in any way, did you show up and do the minimums? Like in any way, if you're in COD, did you do the minimums on the webinar and then say, Hey, Russ, can you just please do this for me and fix it? Because that doesn't work. That just won't work. And then the other thing too is guys is be very aware of your fears because I, I don't want it to come across like guys. I, like I don't want it to come across as like, I'm some perfect human being because I'm not. I have my You're just flaws. As scared as everybody else. I have my flaws and I and I have fears, guys. Like, don't get me wrong. I have fears, but what determines your success or failure is what you choose to do with the fear. And when when that fear comes to you and it just shuts you down like you know, like a pile of bricks, you'll lose. But understand, like one of the one of the main things, and I would say this is my, I would say this is kind of like the major thing, not just for success in COD, but success in anything you do is when you have a fear really quickly, write it down and get comfortable with what that is. Like put it right in front of you. So, you know, and then immediately take action to overcome it. Because I mean, we have these little fears and they start as these little, they start as these little tiny, like, you know, little monsters and they turn into dragons Mm -hmm. and they, they turn into it because we just don't do anything. Yeah, like the every single day we sit in fear and we don't take action, the fear gets bigger, mm-hmm. and then the fear breeds more fear, and then that fear breeds more fear, and that breeds dragons that shut you down. So whenever you have fear, whenever and and you, it requires being honest with yourself. It's just like, hey, I have fear. I'm a human being. When I have it and I get it, I don't sit and become a prisoner to it. I don't become jailed by it. I don't use that as an excuse to shut me down or make other excuses. I just commit to doing, taking action to overcome that fear immediately. Mm-hmm. Because the second you do that one time, you start to condition behavior. And then whenever you get fear, instead of it becoming something that shuts you down, you start to become grateful because that fear is just a tool that's going to move you forward. Yeah. And then you get you do it over and over and over and over again. And before you know it, you're like, you're like this completely different person. Yep. Like transformation doesn't happen overnight. It happens when you conquer and tackle one fear at a time. And after you conquer enough, you'll look back and you'll say, whoa, hey, I really am a different person. But it didn't just happen overnight. It just started by taking action now. 
Yep. So Brian, thank you so much for sharing this wisdom with us, man. This was a fantastic interview because you really have shown that your character is such a big part of why you why you succeed with this and you're committed to mastery and you've gone through the training again and again and again and you're taking action and you're dealing with your fear. And guys, this is what it takes to create these kinds of extraordinary results. If everybody showed up the way that Brian would, I wouldn't have to be like, oh, Brian's results are extraordinary. I'd be like, this is what, this is what everyone's results look like. But, you know, but it's, it's that ability to deal with fear and to take action and to press through and to stay ultra committed to what you're doing. That's going to determine your success or failure. And if you have the strategy and the support to back up all of that work ethic and all of that certainty and all that courage, it's like, there's no limit to what you guys can achieve. I want you to understand that. 100% true. I could not, I could not agree with that enough, uh, enough, Russ. It's like, guys, it starts with you and every single one of you is capable of doing anything you want. You can do it, but you need to be willing to put in the time and the work to overcome the challenges, overcome the fear, tackle whatever comes your way. Don't be scared. Like when, when hardships come up and things get difficult, don't use that as an excuse to shut down. Use that as your guide to keep going forward. Harness the fear. Be grateful for it. Be grateful for the challenges because when you get those, every single time you overcome them, you then level yourself up as a person and you get one step closer to your goal. That's beautiful, man. That's exactly right. So guys, look, if you want to start to leverage some of these strategies in your business, do what Brian did and book a call to talk to us. Go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. Now, Brian, on that first call you did uh, with, I think it was Dean, right? How much clarity did you get about your business and your situation? A lot. I mean, guys, you get on the call. It's like, it's fantastic. You'll, you'll be able to figure out exactly what isn't working in your business and exactly what to do to overcome that. And if you got an offer that works, they'll let you know. And then yeah. if they do offer you a spot in the program, which they don't offer everybody, like, hey, I was scared to death. I wasn't going to even get an offer because what the heck I had. Yeah, it's about 30%. It's about 30% of the people that we talk to. We actually don't... Uh, we end up not making an offer to. So it looks like Brian froze again, guys. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book a call to speak to us because some huge transformations could be ready to happen in your business. And you just need... A, you know, the right team and the right strategy and the right support to take you forward and to push you forward and and hold your feet to the fire and make sure you actually show up and do the work and get it done. Brian, if you can hear me, thank you so much, man. You are an absolute superstar. And uh, I will talk to all of you guys soon and we'll see you on the next show. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. Now, we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Rafino, and let's talk soon.